0: Thank uh-huh. Last week, mm. and we never gave the artist name. Oh, and that was a question. Oh, okay. So this was uh, Tayana Taylor. hmm She is actually she's a well-known singer. She has another song with Chris Brown. Okay. And uh, that's what's on, you know, the radios and everything. It's you know, so she actually is you know, a star or whatever, but, you know, I guess you don't get the credit that is due. Okay. She's already out there. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the Valentine. song? Oh, Valentine. Valentine. So I know everyone had their Valentine's Day. Happy belated Valentine's Day, everybody. Yes. This was on a Saturday uh-huh. this year. Yes, ma'am. So it was pretty crowded. I went out with my Valentine yesterday. Nice. Yes. And um, you guys do not switch the channel. We are women. We just we lost our voices because of the cold that's going around yeah, out there. Some nasty little flu. It just so <laughs> happened that we both got it. So y'all have to deal with the Oh, no. Today. And did not wasn't Hank? We spent the two weeks. We didn't even see each other. I know, right? Don't know how we know how today. we both got it. We both showed up today. Talk about. Why you sound like a man? Why you sound like a man? <laughs> we both sound like men, is it? But yes, we right do. Welcome to the Grace and Mercy Show. Grace and Mercy Show. We missed you guys last week. Yeah, so hopefully everyone was able to get the download. We What we ended up doing is syndicating our last show. Mm-hmm. So we got to figure out how this stuff works. We're still working on it, y'all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just depend on producers and folks just to tell us, okay, yeah, we don't do it. I'm like, okay. We don't know how it works. So if you called in, you actually called in to a recorded show. Sorry. Sorry about that. So I wanted to make sure you had something to refer to. Yes. While we had a little vacation in there, we had to take care of. Yes. How was your trip? It was very nice. Mm-hmm. I had a wonderful time. You know, as usual, a lot of insight. Oh, good. Well, I'll be able to talk mm-hmm. about you women, us we, women. You know, it's funny because we're always working. Even on vacation, you, you're supposed to be going out here sometimes with your family, with your husband. And it was a couple thing, Right. So you were able to get inside and you had to do some counseling while you were there. I, while I was there. And I was like, wow, you don't ever get a break, do No, I don't. No, mm-hmm. I don't. That's all right, though. I know. So here's the business's hand. business's hand. Whatever. Uh, okay, so how to reach us. Um, there's two ways to reach us. One, um, how have you guys been doing it? On the Facebook. Mm-hmm. So um, we're on Facebook. It's uh, dot com, And you're able to find us right there. Like us, please. Look at all the different things. You can also download load our shows. A lot of people didn't know that. Mm-hmm. That you can actually listen to our shows through Facebook, which is nice. Then we're also on iTunes. If you go on there, um, on iTunes, go ahead. Um, I believe what you can do is uh, go into iTunes, put Grace and Mercy Show in there, and then a list of our podcasts will come up. Right. And um, they're all up to date. So, and then if you like our show on um, iTunes, I was told to let you guys know. Rate us, because that keeps us on. Okay. And we've been on for a long time on iTunes, but um, it's always good just to have you guys rate us. And then um, you guys have been using our email address. So the email address is Grace and, uh, and Mercy. No, Grace underscore Mercy, 707 at com. We've still been getting great emails. Keep them coming. we got some uh, questions that we need to address. And then a phone. Somebody else said, well, you should be talking about your phone number throughout the show because I, I missed the number again. Okay, let me just say it a little slower. Here's our phone number to reach us. It's 929, that's the area code, 929-477-3767. That's 929 929-477- 477 three seven six seven. And then wait, you guys. I know you guys get on here. I want to be heard right away. Um wait a few minutes because we might be in the middle of something and then we'll try to get to the call. Don't hang up, okay? We will get to you when you do call in. And what else? Oh, and so we have um Twitter. So our Twitter account is Grace and Mercy Show slash Twitter account and we do uh, as always have a website and on our website you can always go on there and reach us as well so that takes care of it oh my god that was a lot. I'm all out of breath oh, sweet Jesus I know that's just because you don't feel good today but that's alright we're going to work through this we're going to work through this now for the fun part oh yeah right. word of the day word of the day how, how did, did you forget that that's your, your favorite part and my favorite part let me take this soap oh Okay be (laughs) be lie. It is exactly what it says. Be lie. Don't be lying. (laughs) Don't be lying. That's that's a real word. That's not it. That's not it. What does the word mean? I'm sorry. It, It means misrepresented. Oh. I know. To show to be false. Be lie. Don't be lying up in here. That's a word. Girl, yes. I, I thought it was be lying, but it's be lie. Be lie. Okay. Was that in the urban dictionary? No, that's what somebody else asked. No. Oh, okay. No. To was- show to be false, contradictive. Ooh. Tre- um, his trembling handled, belied, his calm voice. Ooh, mm, the misrepresented, his calm voice. <clears throat> so, don't be wow. lying on people i just play. It's the lie. the lie. Okay. Nice. Okay. So questions. All your folks with y'all questions. Yes. And there were uh, some really interesting questions that were being asked. We're looking forward to sharing some insight on those, uh, to those questions, answers to those questions. Yeah. And I like it. You guys with these questions, thank you so much because you help our show. And, I, and it just shows that some of them really are listening. Mm-hmm. Well, all of you guys are listening. But it just shows that you care enough to put in a question or want us to talk more about or something. So here we go. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Someone listened to one of our shows and heard about a Station, one of us being a Station story, um, and wanted to present her book. Um, it's a book, and we're actually going to have her on our show next week. She has a book on um, being raped, um, and uh, the the securities that came, the insecurities that came, mm-hmm. and how it affected her life. Um, that must have been when we we're talking about uh, the masks we wear, right? And um, that was a good show. Yeah, and and uh, Grace talked about <laughs> mm-hmm. um being molested as a child, and how mm-hmm. uh, she wore a mask for a long time. And, Kind of watch out, parents, cause mm-hmm. that's what children do. They tend to wear masks. So um glad glad uh, that it, I, I can't say it touched somebody, but that someone can relate to that type of right. story and is willing to come on air and share mm-hmm. uh, her own personal experience with rape and coming through that and the mm-hmm. insecurities that was causing her life. So I'm looking forward to hearing her story, yeah. and I hope that will be a blessing to other women that are listening. Right. Uh, to help them through, if that's something they've been through as well. Right. And that was, um, what's interesting about that is that they heard it on the show and said that this book actually was their therapy. Mm. Uh, this book helped her. And that's just interesting to me. I think that that's how a lot of things in life are burst right into the earth. It's, you know, your experience. Right. How whatever happens, good or bad, mm-hmm. you t- take that experience and you uh, turn it into something good. And sometimes people need to write books. Uh, some people need to do talk shows. Whatever it is, right for the healing, right. right. It helps them to get through the pain, right. To work through their issues, and by the time the book is complete, they feel free. Isn't exactly. That awesome? Isn't that something? I think it's beautiful. That was great. And I love the fact that um, this show can be a catalyst right. for people like that. Right. So, uh hopefully women are you know, will see that although we talk a lot about marriage and we're trying to help you learn what battles to pick with your in your with your relationships, whatever, what not to do. Um, but hopefully what you'll find that the show is doing too is <coughs> excuse me, is that um people that wanna share their story about coming through some very trying things in their lives. Um like the young lady who's gonna be talking to us later uh, this afternoon, gonna share her story about her book. Um, and I think that a lot of women are going to be shocked um, to hear that you can overcome pretty much anything if you if you put your mind to it. Everybody, if you put your mind to it, you make different choices. You can change your life. So true. So true. So I'm glad. And we're going to have her on this particular person next week. Mm-hmm. Exciting. Okay, next. Uh, drug traffic Oh, no, not drug trafficking. <laughs> drug trafficking. Sex trafficking. It's really big in the state of California. Love your show. My favorite part is the questions and answering. <clears throat> what do you think about sex trafficking? I actually, um, I wanted to do a show on sex trafficking. I think we have an expert, um, one of the um one of my times of doing my blogging, I I ran into someone that um is doing. She's a big advocate for getting the women off the street. She was actually one, mm. and um she did some um lot of movement. Um, we'll probably have her on the show. I have to email her, but um yeah, it is big in California. I guess because there's it's easy access to the different out of the country mm. and um Sacramento, mm. Los yeah. Angeles right <coughs> they have all this stuff going on mhm so i'm like wow that's interesting so we'll have something more with that <coughs> we'll probably have to uh we'll have to yeah pull a show together <coughs> to talk about um sex trafficking because a lot of feedback we're starting to get is you want to hear more about you know what kind of the stuff that's going on in the world you know mm-hmm. with the current affairs so we'll deal with that on a live mm-hmm. show uh, but, you know, if she's, if anyone's asking the question, you know, how do we feel about sex trafficking, I think we all feel the same way, right? Right. It's unacceptable. Unacceptable. It's unacceptable. And uh, we'll address that when we have a little bit more time to um, really dig deep and, and do some research to find out how these women are even falling into that, that type of lifestyle. And then how do you help them get out of it? Right. You know, because um, they start at a, such a young age. Right. And I never <coughs> want to come from a place of, Insensitivity, uh, like it's just easy to be able to walk away from, um, but I, I I know that it's a lot deeper than what we see on the surface. Although so I'd like to take some time to do some homework on that one before we tackle <coughs> <backwards>. it. <coughs> for show. Sure. Okay. Here's another one. Marriage should. Um, so here's another one. I got confused, but then I started reading it right correctly. Um. Another one, this is my favorite show. Uh, Should you go into therapy, I guess marriage therapy or Mm -hmm. counseling or whatever, with a divorce on your mind? Like, if it doesn't work, should you have divorce on your mind? Like, if it doesn't work, we're going to get a divorce. And um, I know in my therapy sessions, I make sure that um, divorce is not an option for the 10 weeks or whatever, how many weeks you're there. Mm-hmm. Divorce should not be the option mm-hmm. uh, because you're trying to work it out. Mm-hmm. I think that when you do do that, you take the situation, right? Um, mm-hmm. You already kind of sabotage it by having it in the back of your mind that right. I have a way out of the situation uh, if it doesn't work out the way I expect it to. Um, so you should be very careful about what you what seeds you're planning and thinking about and giving energy to, you know, so I would say, um coming into a marriage counseling session, no you should the only option or the thing that you should have in your mind is what are we going to do to fix the situation,
1: <coughs> especially
0: if that is the decision that the both of you guys have decided to do was to try to fix it right if you don't make it right, then let's come in and deal with the situation without um putting any uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Not consequence, but putting it a plan B. Yeah, plan there is no plan B there is no plan B. no plan B. No plan A. This is what we're gonna do. Um and no, you should not enter into a counseling session with divorce as an option on your mind if that is something you've decided that you wanna work out. Yeah, because that's that's the uh the ultimate goal in the therapy is to get your marriage back on the right track. Mm-hmm. So if you have that in your mind it's just gonna mess up. And then the therapist, he ain't Jesus. You're asking him to work a miracle. We all—it's a working in progress. Everybody has to work this out. Everyone has to participate. Uh, there's two people, um, and if—and like I said, if you agree, right. and that's the difference. You guys have to agree that you want to work it out. And if you're agreeing to work it out, then there should not be an escape route. That's what I'm thinking. About. Right. There's no escape route from it. It's you're decided. Um, by choice, by decision, that you will work through whatever obstacles it is that you're going to work through, and in the end, it's going to make you stronger. That's one thing that I really like that that you posted on Facebook that talked about relationships. Oh, yeah. You know, where it said the best relationships are the ones that are meant to go through hell, basically. Right. um, But come out and make you a lot stronger. To make you stronger. um, Because that's exactly what happens through marriage. I don't know why people ever thought that being in a marriage it was going to be um, cakes and ice cream. Yeah, happily ever after. Somebody lied. Oh no, you know. So hopefully that, hopefully that helps somebody. Yeah. And that's good that people are mentioning this. <coughs> um. <coughs> okay, next. Uh. Oh, this was a good one. Should you have compatibility with your spouse? Um, that saying, and you know that old saying, opposites attract, is that true? So should you have compatibility with your spouse? And the old saying, oh, opposites attract, is that true? Well, you definitely need some compatibility. You have to have something in common. Not everything, but something. But I also feel feel real strongly about the opposites attract. Because when I look at, when I look at you and your husband, y'all complete opposite. Okay, <laughs> for real. And when I look at me and my husband, we're opposites too. Right. You know. It's, you know. It's. It, I think even by when you see us, it, we look different. You right. Know what I mean. Like, right. Like wow, that's a different type of couple. Right. Um. But there are there's a common ground too. Right. So let's whatever he is lacking, you are supposed to have that part. When we say that is he's lacking in. Maybe he's a good starter, but not a good finisher. Mm-hmm. You're a good finisher, mm-hmm. but not a good starter. Sure. You know? So you complement each other. You complement each other. That's, I like to use that word instead of you complete, like you complete me. Yeah. No, we complement one another. Right. You know, and I think that that's, that's really how God made us, right? He made right. us that kind of way to come. That's why they said we're a help meet. Right. Uh, for one another. So um, that's all that I think that that's all about. Right. But you do have to have some level of common ground. Um to be able to relate yeah uh to discuss right to converse you know to you know that kind of thing, so um absolutely there has to be some level of compatibility right i i agree, and um the other one was interesting um, they asked if uh being in a marriage. Well, the opposites attract, but being in a marriage, the compatibility. It was a um, a couple that I was trying to help through some in, um, interesting things, and it just brought back to me that they both like certain things. They were both; these two were in the same field. Um, it was I think it was uh, criminal justice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his he was married before, so his wife before was not into that. Mm-hmm. But they when. He would go to work. He would see this person. And they had a common ground. They always talked about oh, got it. Yep, yep. And going back to that, you know, and, and she's so fun-loving and things like that. And the other one was so serious. His ex-wife was so serious mm-hmm. and things like that. She was so worried about this mm-hmm. and the children mm-hmm. and things like that, but not worried about him mm-hmm. and his feelings okay. and things like that. So, women, you need to take heed. You better start going fishing he likes to fish. You better like to fish. You got to learn how to do some of the things he likes to do. Yeah. And it's called compromise. Compromise. You you married him. Y'all need to work on some stuff Mhm. where, you know, he likes fishing and you don't like no fish. You better learn how to get a fishing pole and practice, you know. And I know you like to shop. He don't like to shop. But I guess well, what you have to think about is every now and then. You know, do you see him go along with you and hurt your, hold your purse or go to the mall and wait for you? That's his level of shopping. Right. He's not going to be your girlfriend. He's exactly. not going to do what we would do. Exactly. You know, in your shopping. Now, he may go, right. but he may not participate. Exactly. You know, but at least he's trying to partake in what it is you're trying to do. Right. You know, you got women, ladies, we can't expect these men to be who we are. Right. Right? They don't think like us. Right. They don't. Uh, have I don't want to say have foresight, but they don't um, they don't plan the way we do. We don't they don't think everything through in the details that women do. So we can't expect them to respond the way we would want them to respond in certain situations. Right, and we've you know, talked about this on some of our shows too. Mm-hmm. So you they're know you, they're just different, and we'll go back over it. Trust me, you guys mm-hmm. need to go back into the shows. And then the next one, and we'll probably have to dwell on this one on another time. And that was, um, what do you guys think of marriages that last for thirty years, and then the husband leaves, cheats, or whatever, and the wife wants out after thirty years of marriage? Mm-hmm. Well, uh, she asked. Him, they asking for an opinion. Yeah, for our what our opinion yeah. is. So, um, you know me, I've already told, told, always said mercy. I don't believe in divorce. Yeah, uh, the V words. It's just something that's not going to go and be a part of my... my can get married. No, I don't even want to, you know, I shouldn't even set it here. You know, so I believe that um, you can work through anything right. in your marriage. You can together. It has right. to be a choice that two people make to make it work. You know, uh, it's very difficult for it to be one-sided like the wife wants to keep it and the husband don't. Right. You know, you can't force a person. You can't coerce a person. You can't. Ain't nothing going to stop him, like I said, if he's changed his mind. But, you know, um, I want to do what I'd like to do with that particular question. I'd like to go and talk to those people that have been married that length of time, and ask them their opinion right. about about that situation because right. they've been in a marriage for, say, for my parents, like for example, been married for over forty years. Right. I'd like to ask my parents, hey, what happens if Dad woke up one day and just decided he wanted to leave? What right. you gonna do? What you gonna uh, do? What, you know, what would you think about a situation like that? Right. I just um, I just really believe that it's First of all, it's sad. Right. That after that, sit sit down. Sit down. Sit down. You, right. you 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 took 30 years of my life? Oh, it's not good. Okay, you. you ain't leaving that easy. for you missing both of your legs. Okay. Yeah, we, just, we just talk about 50 shades of gray with handcuffs folks. You're going to be tied up somewhere, are you? <laughs> Okay, 50 shades of gray. Mm-mm. Talking nine about I ain't calling nine nine one one. You just tied up. Okay, you're tied <laughs> up. You ain't going nowhere. You get your senses back. Right. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? Blah, blah, blah. Nana gave you all these kids. Oh, Nana, got the question. See, that's and why then, you should ask me. Okay, but me neither. Mm-hmm. And our marriages, and the last one is, are mar- all marriages um, mm-hmm. reconcilable? If two people are willing to work it out, mm-hmm. then I'm gonna say yes. But two people, it takes two. You can't be the only one. And if you are the only one, and if you're spiritual, and you love the Lord, and you doing, then I would pray about. It. It's gonna take a miracle, regardless. Sure. But yeah, all I believe all marriages are, but it does take two. Two gotta be willing to.
1: Absolutely. bring it back together.
0: Anything is reconcilable if you want it to be. Right. That's the difference. You have to want it to be reconcilable. Right. You can't uh, say you want it and then act a different way. And that's the problem I think that right. the women we run into is we say we want something reconciled. We want to reconcile. But then what we're really saying is we want him to drink your my dirty <laughs> bath water. he got to lick my toes. And he's got to do all these things to make up for anything. But he's what done he wrong, done wrong. You know, or the vice versa, you know, instead of um, instead of actually forgiving. Right. Oh, and know. I can't forget what he did and stuff. And why is it right okay? see You know, and it's, it's not about that. Forgiveness is you forgive so y'all can move on and let the Lord take care of it uh, and let him fix it. Otherwise, it's not going to work. It's not gonna You're going to be calling us and saying it didn't work. And I'm saying, you know why? <clears throat> I'm going to tell you why. Like, so here, here it goes. Here it goes. You need to stop it and forgive. Okay, so Valentine's Day. So, really, um, we have um, a wonderful guest that's going to be coming on. Um, Matter of fact, she's waiting to come on, and we're excited about her. But um, Valentine's Day is such a big thing, and um, these women, we were getting – that was depressed, and, you know, because they didn't get a Valentine's. Don't be depressed, and, baby. Don't be depressed. And then with this new book that turned into a movie, Fifty Shades of Grey, I, I, it got me. I, I said, well, let me get my book, because I had uh, one of my relatives was telling me, oh, I read all the books. I got all the books. and So I told, I said, well, let me read this book that everybody's reading. Mm-hmm. And um, I read some of it, I was like, well, Soft porn. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much soft porn. But um, it was interesting how you know this guy wealthy, he's not into you know the romance. You know, you need to sign some paperwork. I don't and want no relationship. I don't want no relationship. And then it ended up falling for the girl. Mm-hmm. You know? Did they end up getting married or something? I don't even know. I didn't read that far. Okay. And then it, um, it's BDSM. So now the women's is going B-D-S-M. out there. BDSM. Where well, they're putting the handcuffs on the men and ain't got the key to unlock the, unlock the oh, man my. after you done felt it all so, over. So now we women, we're trying to act it out. We're trying to act it out yeah. and telling him, be quiet. I'm trying to act out the book and then you you, you locked him up and, and you got to call the ambulance
1: to help get him
0: out of the thing. Because you ain't got no key. You ain't got the key. It's funny. I would be embarrassed. I would be so embarrassed. I said, what are these women doing? So now they got all these calls and for 911 because the women's is acting out the Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have I mercy. You, one, it don't matter what kind of fantasy it is. It ain't if, no If it's Cinderella or... Sleeping Beauty, uh, or all the way to the left, Fifty Shades of Grey. Those are fantasies, women. They're real. Yes. It's not real. And trying to make the man, your husband, into the fit, and if the handcuffs don't even fit him because he's so big, <laughs> and you're trying to fit him on the. Y'all, sit down. Stop it. That's so funny. Please sit down. So, anyway, we have this wonderful guest, like I said, her name is T. Renee um, I love her very dearly. This is mercy. And, um, you know, I read her first chapter and I said, Oh Lord, Martha! but, you know, as I was reading on through the book, I liked what I was seeing. And I said, you know what, let's have her on. And, um, hopefully, you know, her fans get to hear her and yeah. you know, actually speak. Cause I know, A lot of people that read want to know more about the authors. Right. Because I'm the same way. I want to know what is ringing in the author's head of why they wrote the book and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So, you know, she's going to be doing that. So all those people that did read the book will be able to hear her her, in her own words uh, talk about her book. So let's see if she's on. So let's see.
1: Now, I'm going to try, Lord.
0: Okay. So, let's see. Okay. Can you hear me? Oh, that's still... Oh, you're so smart. Ugh. Okay. Hello. T. Renee, can
1: you hear me? Yes, Can yes. How, you, yes. Guys how you guys
0: doing? I'm fine. How are you?
1: I'm doing, I'm doing great. great. Welcome to the
0: Grace and Mercy Show. We're so glad Thank that you, you are on, um we're just Thank gonna you. dive in into the questions um, okay. I know that we sent them to you, but we also we have some more questions on top of these, you know okay but <laughs> um we we're just so excited about your book and what it's doing, and um we the first of all. How
1: did you come up with the name? Tell us what's going on. Okay. Well, actually, the the book started out with a different name. Um, It was a name that I wasn't quite comfortable with um, because, I mean, even though my book is, you know, somewhat racy, I still, you know, have a certain standard about myself. And I wasn't comfortable at all with the name, and I was praying Oh, um, and I know that sounds crazy but I was like, Lord, I can't come out with this book with this name. and right. um the the original name of the book was community the P word, okay? Oh, okay and, um, and so I was like, Oh my god But the publishing company, you normally when you sign with the publishing company, you know, they usually will pick the name and you know, kind of, you know, give you okay, this is what we want you to write about. And so I was like, oh, my God, you know, I was really kind of stressing about it. And But I just said, whatever, you know, I've always been wanting to take a challenge, so I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to just do it. So I just started writing what I felt like that particular name represented, even though I still wasn't comfortable with the uh, the title. And so about, I don't know, a month in of me writing or whatever, the publisher called and he was like, okay, we talked about it and we don't like that name. And I was like, yes, thank you, God, you know. And um, so he was like, well, you got to come up with a different name now. I'm like, oh, shoot. So I was, like, thinking of what I had already wrote, and I'm like, now I have to find a name that actually fits what's already on paper because I was, you know, kind of in-depth into the story already. And so I was talking to my boyfriend about it, and I was telling him that he actually is the one that came up with that name. So oh. I
0: had
1: no part no to that. Part <laughs> so I so know. So he chose neighborhood candy.
0: Yeah. 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 Uh, leave it to our men, right? They. Oh, I know a good one. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Yep. Okay. So, um, who is your favorite character? Because um, each of your characters you develop so nicely, and um, who's your favorite character and why? Um,
1: let me see. I think my favorite character. Um, in the book are, um, uh, Nikki and Ebony, uh, more so because they're patterned after myself and one of my cousins. Um, mm-hmm. and it's more so about their, their relationship, how they, they were cousins, but they were raised and brought up as sisters. And, right. you know, they went through all these things and they have their own issues with each other. And you'll kind of see more of that in uh, part two where, you know, they kind of, you know, they love each other and they, they're ride or die, but they've done some things to each other that, you know, where they were, went times were not speaking or whatever. And, and me and one of my cousins, we kind of went through that same thing, and I patterned those characters similar, yes. you know, to our relationship. So those two are my favorite. My favorite. And
0: it's so nice, you know, other writers that are out there need to understand that each of your characters have, have to have that individualism. And it's and right. it was very nice that your characters, you, you know, I knew who each character was and their personalities. So that's really good for those young writers to understand that those characters are very important
1: when it comes to the yeah, plot of the story. You, yeah, because a lot of times, you know, some I've seen some books where, you know, uh, some authors just kind of throw people out there just to kind of fluff the story and make it feel complete, you know. However, I didn't, you know, want to do that. I wanted you to be able to feel like you, you know, you knew each character at the end of the book. You kind of wanted to know more about them or you felt like, oh, you know, this reminds me of somebody in my family or somebody that I know, you know, whatever. So I kind of pull, you know, each of those characters represent either somebody that I know personally or just, you know, different uh, people that I've come across in my life, I wanted to make it as personable, you know, as as I could. Right.
0: So, I, this this is Grace. So I just have a, a a question for you because some of our listeners uh-huh. have not had the opportunity to read your book yet, uh-huh. and um, the Mercy posted your the the, the book on Facebook. I was like, whoa, what is the book about? You know, so <laughs> awesome. I was like, what's, what's happening here? But I know that there's a message. Uh, in the book that you're trying to get uh, to women or to, you know, just people in general. So it's a two-part question. Can you give us a little overview of what your book is about and then also kind of go into what it is that you want us to take away from your book?
1: Well, the book is about, you know, the typical, you know, uh, black girl that grew up in, the you know, grew up in the hood but it's not necessarily from the hood, similar to, my own life, you know we grew up I grew up in one of the roughest neighborhoods in Oakland, however, my grandparents didn't let that become a part of our life. You know we were brought up in church and everything, right. but even through that, I personally still went through you know a lot of things where you know i I had sex at an early age, and you know I just tried to drink you know I tried to smoke, you know all these different things and but that really wasn't who I was, so that's what the story is about It's about this girl, candy who. You know, she's from Oakland, she's from the hood, but deep down inside, that's not who she is. However, her lifestyle and her her parents and, you know, her environment, she kind of uh, became a victim of that, and she's fighting really hard to get out yeah. of that stigma. And so mm-hmm. she's, you know, dealing with that and trying to now be a wife, and so that's kind of what the story is about. Um, mm-hmm. As far as the, the message, what I would like from everybody to get from the book is that, And no matter, you know, what you go through in your life or what your circumstances are, if you fight hard enough, you know, that you can overcome them and that, you know, you're still going to go through certain things no matter how good you try to be, there's still going to be, you know, those trials that you're going to have to deal with. And it's just a matter of how strong are you, you know, that you're able to push yourself through without succumbing even deeper to whatever that, you know, that demon is, you
0: know. (laughs) Right.
1: And that is um, so true.
0: Now, I've been knowing, this is Mercy, I've been knowing you for years, like since birth, anyway. (laughs) But um, I was very, very proud of you with this book um, because, you know, us being from that area and, um, you know, me coming out there, all of us being so strong in the church, you know, that we knew right from wrong, but it's just the environment we grew up in. And um, it's amazing to see that even though we may stray or go outside or whatever, we knew where we came from. You know, Mm you always kept God or your mama's words or whatever your, your pastor said or whatever in the back of your mind. And right. um, that's something that I can appreciate that um, was in the book. Now, one thing I really like, you know, the cover is racy, but I think it's attracted a lot of men.
1: Wouldn't yeah, you think? That, was, yeah that was my theme. Now, that was my design. Um, and, you know, when uh, my boyfriend came up with the name Neighborhood Candy, I really took some time to, like, think about, to me, what would that represent? And also, um, because, you know, I have a lot of, you know, guys in my family and and guy friends, like, I didn't want them, you know, once people started finding out that I was writing a book, you know, a lot of my guy friends was like, is it going to be a girly book? Like, is it something that I want to read? And, you know, even having my boyfriend read it, I'm like, what do you think? Do you think it's a girly book? And he's like, no, you know, I'm interested. So I wanted to do a cover that was, you know, to men so that they would, you know, think about picking it up, and then also it could relate to the women too, you know. And I wanted something sexy, you know, but classy, you know, but a little on the racy side, you know, because that's, you know, if you know anything about the law of attraction, that's what you want, you know, whenever you're putting out a product. So that was kind of where I went with that.
0: Definitely. That was excellent marketing. Excellent marketing. And then um, was this book hard to write because you and I both growing up in the church, praise God, Um,
1: (laughs) was it hard to write? Oh, my God, it was so hard. It was so hard to write because, you know, not just because of, you know, the, the church upbringing and that was, you know, like a huge part of it. However, just, you know, the language and everything, because even, you know, when I wasn't saved, you know, I I would try to cuss and couldn't cuss. And, you know, so just trying to, you know, pull, you know, from that type of atmosphere, it was really hard. So I had to watch a lot of, you know, what we call ratchet TV and, you know, uh, draw from different resources to make sure that I was sounding authentic, you know, because there are times, you know, you can, you can. Speak, or you can write something and it doesn't sound natural. And so right. that was, you know, kind of really hard, you know, for me as far as that part. And then just, you know, kind of, you know, some of the subject matter, you know, was hard. But I, to me, like I said, I took it as a challenge. And so right. I wanted to, you know, make sure that I gave it my all, you know, the best that I could. So, yeah, but it was really hard. Yeah.
0: Well, out of all the things that you have dabbled in, I would say, this is your calling, T-Renee. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Because I, I really um, am impressed, and um, and I was very taken back on the character development that you have done. So that's great. I want everybody to get the book. And, you know, it is, you know, you got to get over a lot of the, the language and things like that. But I, I think it's tantalizing to the mind, you know what I'm saying, where the, the mind needs to right. think you know, and that the words pick up off the paper and they have this, they, they can totally see what's going on. They can, you know, if you've never been to Oakland, mm-hmm. you, you describe it, you
1: know. And, yeah. And, and <laughs> you know, and I, I've on. always been kind of d- descriptive, you know, um, right. and so I, I really, you know, that's kind of my thing. I, I love metaphors. I, You know, I love, you know, Um, poetry and stuff like that. So I like words that kind of, you know, that are not so specific yet that they can still make you, you know, visualize the scene and understand what's happening. So that's kind of the way that I I like to write, you know, because I like to imagine. I've always been a daydreamer. So that's kind of what I did. A lot of times I would just stop writing and just kind of daydream the scene myself and see it and then put it back down on paper. Put it back on paper. Well great, great, yeah. great. So I hope that um you know, we
0: have a lot of listeners and I hope you get all of your fans to listen to your your um interview. You did a great job. Um, Thank you this and I hope it does. I didn't mention that it is it's on the Amazon chart as um it what, where is it now? Is it number thirteen or did it get to thirteen or? Yeah, well, I
1: actually had I I actually had got all the way up to number five on the charts in my categories, um, like within maybe my first two weeks or so of being, you know, live and so it it was doing pretty good. It kinda of went down a little bit, um uh, in the last week or so, but I'm hoping, you know, you know, people get to listening and I'm promoting more then, you know, more people will buy it. So, I mean it's a really good read. I do have Part two hopefully coming. I'm trying to get it done as soon as possible, but I want to give you guys more to the story because I want to kind of end it at part two because I have a, a couple other books that I want to put out as well. So right. um, I'm just, you know, hoping that everybody will go and, and get the book. It is a good read. It's a short read, but it's a good read, and I think that everyone will grab something and enjoy enjoy it as much as I enjoy writing it. Yes, I think so as well. That's really awesome, and
0: um, I want to say good luck to you. And we'll have you back on the show for part two if you don't mind. Okay. And um, and promoting it. And um, I, I heard last week that you did a um, an author. I guess you guys did like kind of like uh, you could write in and you would answer their questions. Um, the yeah, book discussion. Uh-huh. yeah, how did that go? Because a lot of authors are trying to do that now. How did that go for you?
1: Um, the book discussion was pretty good. Um, that was my second one that I've done. Um, and so um, I know it was kind of like I had switched the date because my original date was on Super Bowl Sunday, which I didn't realize. But oh, um, yeah. it was good. You know, it gives me the opportunity and other authors the chance to hear from the readers, to see mm-hmm. how they meshed with the characters to see any, you know, questions they want answered when it's a series. You know, they want to find out different things that going to come out in part two. So it kind of helps you, you know, especially if you're experiencing writer's block or whatever. It helps you right. kind of get a, another jump start, you know, on the next next section of the book. So, so they're really fun. They're really, really fun because right. you get to interact with the readers. Right. Well, good. You did an excellent job on there. I was able to read some of the questions on there
0: and kind of elaborate and get our questions together, uh, Grace and uh, and I. So that was good. I enjoyed myself um, hearing those questions being, you know, answered by you. So that was great. So,
1: yeah.
0: yeah. So that concludes us and our show. Um, but I do, like I said, I want to invite you back. Okay. Um, Love you, love you, love you. And have, um, like I said, your your readers, you know, get to hear you on this show. So make sure you advertise. You can use us. That's what they've been doing lately. Um, I think we made somebody a bestseller. Somebody could. I think we interviewed somebody in their book. And their book was actually good like yours is. And um, they ended up being a bestseller. So we hope that happens for you. And uh, please, you know, keep in touch, and we want you back for your next book.
1: Okay, I will. And thank you guys for having me. I caught caught in, you know, I was able to catch some of your show. You guys sound really good. The topics sound really, really juicy. So I'm going to have to make sure I mark the date and time when you guys are on so I can keep listening. Yes, please do. We appreciate you. Appreciate it. Okay.
0: Love you. Love you. Thank you, ladies. Okay, thank you. Okay,
1: nice. Yes. Right, that's
0: T. Renee, everybody. We are going to have T. Renee with us for her second book. book. Mm-hmm. And um, I like that. I like all this, you know, me and my background in literature. It's always good when they have these characters developed. They make them more interesting. Mm-hmm. Make the um the the characters pop out of the page, so you fall in love with the characters. Mm-hmm. So and that's what I enjoyed so much about the book, um, the parts that I did read. Mm-hmm. That her characters were well developed. Um, everybody, go out and get her book. You can get it on Amazon. dot yep. com. Just um, type in neighborhood candy and that's with two eyes on the end. Two eyes on the end. Candy neighborhood. Is spelled right. spelled K A N D I I. I I. Okay. Yes. So when you're looking it up, as neighborhood and then candy. Right. Um, and it'll pop up. You'll see it. You have to put the two eyes on the end though of the candy, and you'll be able to find her. Yeah. Uh, and the book is how, how much is the book? Ninety nine cents. So it's not expensive. Now for, that's a download. That's a download. Right. right. Because you can get it ebooks. and I, you know what, we forgot to ask her to see if you could get it actually the actual book. Because some people like to hold the book in the hand and mm-hmm. stuff. So we'll, um, I'll find out and I'll put that on, um, next week for all the listeners on how to get that down. Um, if you could, if you want to actually order the physical book, is that out or not? But um, one thing that I did want to say, you know, these women with their fantasies. And, um, you know, going back to what we were talking about beforehand, mm-hmm. these fantasies that these women have, one of them, with the Fifty Shades of Grey, mm-hmm. was one, um, the need of control, the need of control, um, the erotic, the romance, mm-hmm. someone, the bad boy, mm-hmm. he's a bad boy, and the fact that he's a bad boy, you going to tame him, mm-hmm. I'm going to tame you. That's supposed to be a whip,' okay. you heard a yeah that was a whip you heard, okay, and just being able wanting to tame somebody Uh-huh. Try to control them try to control them, us women, yeah, that's I don't yeah, yeah, well, y'all go on to watch the movie if y'all want to <laughs> and watch the movie, I don't know about all that, mhm, but you know to each its own these um we'll talk more about that. Controlling and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Us women being controlled or whatever. And then um, one another thing I forgot to mention on my trip, I did do some counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple kept arguing. Y'all women arguing with your men's is in public. Oh wow! Shut up! Oh gosh, that's not. Me. You know, and uh, don't argue with your man. Now, if he wants to exaggerate, let him exaggerate. They like to exaggerate in front of their friends, you know. It'd be like, oh, I jumped. It would be like a foot, but they say, man, I jumped like ten feet. Well, and then the, and then you chime in saying, no, you didn't. You did not. You did not jump no ten feet. No, you didn't. It's like. He want to talk in front of his boys right. and say he jumped ten feet. Let the boy say he jumped ten feet. All you gotta do is smile and be like, "Yeah, baby." Yes, you did. This he did so good. Yeah, because I of, yeah. Instead of trying to correct him and roast him, that's just making him feel belittled in front of he his eyes. Right. that is not your job, women. But the women are in they, and the stand, and the, the women are saying right now, he's lying. He's not telling the truth. He's kind of lying. <laughs> he lying to his friends. Let him lie to his friends. Let him lie to his friends. <laughs> Shoot. I told the girl, pick your battle. Yeah. yeah. That's a, pick your battle. That ain't the battle you want. Let them go. Yeah. And and quit arguing in public. You know, write it down. Because you're like, oh, but I might forget. Well, write it down. And then, with y'all in the room, you probably forget anyway. Right. That's why you got to write it down. You're right. It's really not that important. It's really not it's important. Not go. So don't argue. Mm-hmm. And they were together for three years. Mm-hmm. So I, that's why I said, you guys must be new. <laughs> she said, Y'all must, have just got started. "Y'all must have just got started. You must be new." So, I, so I know that um, we we still have a few minutes here, and we really we haven't really tackled on this Valentine thing. Oh yeah, we kind of jumped in, and that you know the the title is Sunny Valentine, and we covered a lot of Valentine. questions. And
1: then we had a, a
0: author come on, which was great, but you know women want to know. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Valentine's Day, because yeah. I, I feel bad sometimes when women start talking about how depressed they were,
1: Yeah, how depressed they are, about um,
0: their Valentine, how important Valentine's Day is. It I don't know. Is it that important? You know, Valentine's Day, you know, it, it all started, if you know the history, it's a St. Valentine. Mm-hmm. It's not Valentine's. I went down south, and that's what the girls said on the intercom. Happy Valentine's Day sale going on. I think no, it's time in.
1: <clears throat>
0: <clears throat> but anyway, we do. What we just plan. We're just kidding. We say it. We just Valentine's. <laughs> <laughs> so anyhoop anyhoop. Um. So it is. It, it's a safe Valentine, anyway. So it's a Christianity part um, that got together with. What is it? Sila? Kayla, whatever. L U P E R C A L A, which is an ancient Roman um, that deals with purification and fertility, mm-hmm. you know, sexuality, things like that. Mm-hmm. So these two got together and created love. So it, it so it just happened. So it morphs into this huge love day, right? Because it's a festival. One had it as a, a, a festival. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of getting your freak on. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other one had it, well, this is a love day. saint come uh-huh. in with love. Okay. And then they start giving gifts to each other. You give gifts to your loved one. Mm-hmm. Trying to get them to go to bed with you. That's what the the Roman people, they want I'm going to give you a gift. Now, come on. Come on, sleep with me. Yeah.
1: And the other is
0: the saint, oh, it's love oh. day. You give a gift to my
1: Valentine. <laughs>
0: Anywho, that's why we're here today. So with that being said, um, Valentine's is a day for couples. Couples getting together, love in the air. You have your love, loving lovers. So when you don't have that person, it's like, now what? You know, mm-hmm. then then the um, depression sinks in because I had someone um, that was, coaching mm-hmm. and they were saying this is just a depressing time for them.
1: Wow.
0: And I'm like, you know, why is this day so significant? You know, and then the, the people that are get rejection on Valentine's Day or running to get a Valentine or lack. now you know you ain't got a Valentine person and you're going to tell somebody oh, I, I told him I didn't want to be with him or whatever. You know, that is too funny. But you know, ladies, listen, why don't you just love yourself? Yeah. If you don't you know, if you don't have a Valentine, just love yourself. Why don't you take yourself to go buy yourself a gift? Go buy yourself some candy. Go buy yourself some flowers, shoot. Okay. Go get your hair done for yourself. For yourself. You know, just love yourself. <clears throat> you know, I, I have been seeing a lot more and more women who are celebrating Valentine's Day with their kids and there's a love of my, life, my yeah. life. You know, it's just another day. You know, every other day your husband or your boyfriend or whomever should be showing you that he loves you, not just this one day. It's just one day of the year. One, one day. day. So we don't have to put so much emphasis on it. I know the stores is making a whole lot of money. Them Off flowers, of y'all! The flower industry is booming right now. Okay, you know, because everybody's buying flowers. Them it's, roses is dying. You know? <laughs> oh my god! They don't last that long either. So. No, they don't. They don't last long. And the cards, I went and because I had to get a card myself the last minute, and um, <laughs> the shelves were empty. Wow! I said, oh. And then this one girl said, Well, I got to come back tomorrow. I said, What's going on tomorrow? She said, Everything is 50% off. Uh, wait a minute. Me and my husband went out to dinner tonight. Yeah. So we said, so Everything was packed yesterday. Right. And my stupid butt yes. decided to get married on Valentine's Day. I know. Okay. Y'all that get married on Valentine's Day, what, what, why you got married on Valentine's Day? I, I think that, <laughs> I think in my mind, what I picked Valentine's Day, is that we would never forget the day we got married. But we wouldn't have we wouldn't have forgot anyway. You know, I'm, I'm not sure what I was thinking. It was kind of like, why would you do that? Because now that I'm thinking about it, and I just told my husband, and you know, I said, had I known that everybody else was gonna sabotage my day, Yeah by going to every hotel room, raising up all the prices. Restaurants is full, right. you know. When, when it's time for you to celebrate your anniversary, you can't even celebrate because you're celebrating with everybody who's celebrating love. Right. So it's kind of like, okay, so I'm looking at my husband like, do we need to pick another day? Do we need to remarry on a different day just so we can have a different day? Yeah. Because it, it, it. I tell you, it, it, celebrating with everybody else is no fun. Yeah. You know. So I learned my lesson. You I, have to have that one day where it's your own. Exactly. Right. You want your own day where you guys are talking about when y'all first got together and, you know, what the proposal was like and, you know, when you decided to have kids, whatever that conversation is, but you want to have time where you're celebrating your special moment. Right. You know, when he's giving you gifts for your anniversary and, you know, people my like everybody else getting gifts on that day for Valentine's Day. My kids got gifts. Right. They got flowers. I got flowers. They got gifts. I got gifts. Right. But my not it Monday? Is it Monday? day, no, baby. No, it's not it's just, everybody's it's day. It's everybody's day. So be careful not to get married or anything on days like Valentine's Day or Easter or Mother's Day. Don't pick those days. I know. <laughs> well, it's a day of love. Yeah, so I I guess, ladies. But uh, yeah, don't get depressed because and your man is coming. I, I noticed that uh, men, it's hard for men to. I know. <coughs> These men want to um, get married, and they and it's easy for them to find someone. I think somebody asked this question last week. You know, it's easier for men men to find, but really, it's kind of hard because they have to find someone that they're compatible with. Mm-hmm. A big button to smile um, that get played. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you never know if that butt is real because now these things, these women, is getting shots and stuff. We talked about that on another show, mm-hmm. but um, you know, it's um, it is some work for them to find the right woman, mm-hmm. and when they do find the right woman, you know, then you're gonna have to, you know, keep the romance alive sure. and things of that nature. And we're gonna talk about that too because you know, it ain't easy. It's a it's a job. Marriage is a job. But it can be a fun job. Yeah, it can be a fun job. It is fun. Yeah, you just have <laughs> moments, you know, that you go through. But marriage is a lot of fun, but it yeah. is a lot of work. It's a lot of work. Um, and women, this is another thing I've learned. You know, we get these men, and however you got them, I don't care. You got them at the club or whatever. We don't talk about that. Wherever you got them from, you was a hot. Whatever mm-hmm. had it going on, you <coughs> would not know Miss Seeley, you know, whatever. Who's Miss I know I got it from some movie. Color purple. Oh, that's it. That's it. But um, you know, you every now and then you are gonna have to whip that out, whatever it was. Like Beyonce said, "What well, Beyonce? think, go go on and get your sex sexum dress on." <laughs> sex every, dress. every. Now and then you have to bring that on my note. my husband and I went to a club, and um you know you know i had to I'm so conservative mhm, but before he met me you i wasn't conservative, mm-hmm. so you know so you have to remind i him had to remind yeah don't forget this is who i. Who you met. Hello. <laughs> Who you fell in you love the with. the song came on and you was like, I didn't I was, even know I could drop it no more. I didn't even know I could drop it. I was like, somebody come get me. Yes, help me up. Yes. Yeah. That's funny. Every now and then you have to spring that on. them. But we had a good time. Um Go on trips. We're going to talk about that. Going on trips with your spouse. Mm-hmm. um Getting to re-know them. Uh-huh. Yep. We we take that for granted. Yes, we do. We grow apart We let the kids uh, or life, work, whatever it is, get in between right. uh, the two of you, and you have to you have to work to close that gap. Right. You know, it just doesn't happen naturally. Like, I don't know why people think um, you just stay bonded or you right. stay in love and it doesn't happen like that. You have to work at it. It you is. You have to want to still know who that other person is. Right. And you got to create those moments that, you know, make things exciting. Right. You know? So we're gonna talk about that one. I know. Rekindling the flame. Yeah, rekindle we, uh, the, the flame. Mhm. Okay, because every now and then you're gonna to have to do that. Don't wear the same house coat. You put on the same house coat? I know. Can you go burn it? But anyway, you need to. We need to um, work on that. Work on that. Uh, another thing is learning different things. Uh, you know, we went pole dancing. Learning how to pole dance. Now, that sounds like fun. I'm going to have to find me a class. Yeah. Find you a find class. Find you a twerking class. Learning how to twerk and stuff. Because don't, you you ain't got to put yours on Facebook. You yep. got Yeah. You know, I'm not saying what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you learn these things so you can share it with your spouse. Amen. You know, because if that's what interests him... And, you know, learn how a little, a little, little, you know, shake a little bit. Yeah, know, learn take a tail feather. <laughs> you know, and that goes back to that question where you say thirty years. You know, it's almost like what T D J said about look, getting on the motorcycle with your husband, and you and he going on a curve. He's trying to take a turn, and he's leaning the one way, and you leaning the opposite way. Y'all gonna both fall off. the, the going to be a disaster. It's going to be a disaster. You need to lean where he leaned. Lean where he leaned. He leaning, you need to lean. Everybody leaning. Guess what? The same direction. The same direction. All the right. same direction. So we're going to finish it right here. And thank you everybody for coming on the show. Thank you for our guests. Next week we have a guest again. I got to figure I got to look around some papers. I know it's another guest next week who has another book. Mm-hmm. So thank you, people. Keep those questions coming in. I'm a. I am can not wait to get to more questions. And if I didn't get to your question, believe me, I'm going to get to your question, and we are going to read it on um on the show on the show, and have some great ideas for you to um, get yourself together. And thank you all for being here. We appreciate you. We appreciate Until you. Next week we we will talk to you next week. Next week everybody.